0: Hello everyone! Welcome to the Liverpool Echo Everton podcast. Uh, the first one back after Christmas, so um, well, belated Merry Christmas and all the best to you. Happy New Year. We're here this week. No Phil, Kirk, Bride, just myself, Greg O'Keefe, Tony Scott, and Gavin Buckland, and a change of venue as well. If you can hear the, uh, the sort of seventies music <laughs> in, the, in the background, <laughs> we're not on the set of an adult film. <laughs> we're, we're just in a different, uh, a different location in Liverpool, so start talking. A couple of big moments while we've been away, and two big, massive games of goodison really in terms of the draw, and then Wednesday's win. Starting with you, Tony. What have you noticed about the way Everton have been playing?
1: It's it's interesting to see Roberto Martinez changing his philosophy over these last two fixtures that we've seen. It's been a lot more up and Adam type of style of football. The defending's a bit more mm-hmm. solid. Um, there's been a lot more aggression in Everton's play off the ball. It's been nice to see yeah. instead of more possession football. But it, what what's surprised me more than anything is that it's change of tactics to get more crosses in the box, which we've seen obviously. Um, Gareth cross to, that led to Romelu Lukaku's goal on against Manchester City. That was that was a revelation for me, just to see a different type of Roberto Martinez philosophy on Everton and it was refreshing to see. And I think the crowds are warming to it now. They've been begging for it for quite a lot of time now. So it really was pleasing to see and long may it continue.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting point there. It wasn't just that, it was the Spurs goal, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Which was a long ball to uh Lukaku, wasn't yeah. it? And the, the nod down, which is the type of goal you don't really associate with uh, Roberto and his mm-hmm. management. Uh, you know, management career and sort of like what's in Duncan Ferguson up front. <laughs> yeah. And I think we've got you know thought you expect probably a bit more options with Lukaku, and and I agree. And I think we just look a better team, more rounded team for it to be honest with you. Uh, not really uh, going for the ticky tackle possession football, playing a bit more cage. And I think defensively, though not you know hundred percent sound, there's, there's certainly a bit of a, a bit of an improvement from what I've seen. I thought on on Wednesday. Um, the, the impressive thing for me is we've been accused in the past of not, you know, um, being at the races on the really big games, big one-off games. You know, sitting under the previous manager, and it was refreshing to see that you know the players yeah. were up mm. for it and, and did themselves justice against a big team in a big game, which is not necessarily the case in in the past, really. I think
0: you could tell, couldn't you? I think if you, you know, we were there after games and we can see Martinez's body language and, and hear his the rawness of his of his words when he first comes to the press conference in Goodison Park in the media lounge there. I think after the Stoke game he was hurting. I think, mm. you know, he always puts a positive spin on things and he always kind of steals himself and, and puts a brave face on. But I sense that really that was the game that kind of maybe finally shook him out of I'm not saying he's in any way abandoned his principles. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Mm. But I think if you listen to his words since he's spoken repeatedly about the soft goals uh, and with a bit of a, bit of a kind of a menace, a bit of a, a bit of a yeah. spike in his voice, you know, these soft goals we've it's too often. It's too, it's been too hurtful, and I don't think it's any coincidence that he's managed well, what we've seen as a subtle kind of change in the way they play. They're still playing in the final third. They're yeah. still getting it down. And as we saw against City, second half against Tottenham, they're still playing the, fo- the free flowing football. But for me, it's at the right time. And the most important thing is that I, I noticed against City was. When we were winning 2 1, they didn't go chasing a third and leaving themselves open at the back. They put the foot on it and they kept the ball. Yeah. What well, funny should I take it up on that, leg is
1: that what I, what I think the only time we did do that is when we were 1 0 up and we had two. Probably it hasn't happened before under Roberto Martins that it was Everton's corner. That We got undone by it. Was we wrong. did, we and did concede we many, our own corner. We, we had too many men in the box for my liking. We're chasing that second goal like we did against Stoke, like the third goal. And the, there's no need, we have got to win that game. Home I know though, you, surely. You, yeah, you won the up in the tie against Manchester City. Everton fans take that all day long. He was chasing the second, and the next minute, Manchester City caught us on the break. One all different kettle of fish going into the second leg. I think sometimes you need to nip it in the bud. It, it happens against Stoke. And I don't want to creep them back into Everton's play.
2: Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. I think you've got to view the Man City game slightly differently about the style of play because it wasn't like the first like of a two-legged cup tie, wasn't it? So yeah. though we kept the ball well, actually City were quite probably quite happy for us to keep the ball as long as we weren't threatening. And, you know, we kept it well at the end, uh, which perhaps in the league game, if we win a 2-1 against City, that might not necessarily be the case. So they were quite happy probably just to keep it 2-1. Which after all, they may have taken that result before the start of the year, the start of the night Would as well. you say because so, may, yeah? You know, because they have got a lot of firepower and the main road. They did, the main road, they, but. You know, which was the main road. <laughs> We're in a time <laughs> warp so, yeah, now, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, at the Etihad. Um, tell us the first one after New Year, can't <laughs> it? Um, You know, they do tend to score a lot of goals, don't they? You know, they, they don't very rarely do they keep it, you know, they, they score nil. So I think two one's not the worst uh, result for them, albeit you know the way it goes so that nobody appears to understand. No. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it comes into I play, think it's after know. extra time in the second yeah. leg. In the second leg. Yeah.
0: Interesting one with Gav saying there about City whether or not they'll take that result and what Pellegrini makes it. I hate to sound pessimistic, though, but my thoughts—we're uh, getting a bit ahead of ourselves. Looking, we'll look at the second leg in more depth in, in coming weeks. But they can't be as lacklustre at home as they were in, ta- in times at Goodison. I mean, I think he got out, out, out-thought by Martínez. I think his tactics were wrong on the night, really. Yeah. And he should have went with pace from the start. Surprised not to see Sterling in there. OK, he brought on Navas and that made a difference. But ultimately, I think we're going to face a much better city at Main Road, Gavin.
1: I think we obviously, I think we are, they're going to have, I think Sterling will play in the second leg. But I think what's going to be interesting is how Roberto Martínez take to the second leg. Because we seen we were we went on two one in the Kiev game, yeah. And he went Ooh, there with. Oh, we had to go there. and, not, and, and he went yeah. with a totally different tactics. Went over to Kiev and tried to blow them out the water, and you know what happened there. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes about this second legacy. That's Listen, a good point. We can, yeah. we can sit on this. Do you know what I mean? We're 2 1 up. You can come at us and we can keep you, Dela Faye, or Lennon, on the, on the halfway line and hit yeah. them on the break because that's two down yeah, to the ground I mean, of me.
2: But there's another thing. I mean, that's three weeks away, isn't it? There's a Ooh. lot of football to be played and some big games now. Including another in, in trip game to, to, to Manchester. City. Yeah. And I think the other thing that we need to, to factor in uh, to Wednesday night and also the games going forward is that we do pick. You started picking up a few injuries, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. You know, to keep players. And um, that's a, a bit of a worry and, and, and sort of part of the pitch where we're not exactly you know um, got lots of cover at the moment, mm. you no know, shame right back and wrong well um, as well as it? Rom, um, and I think you know we are thinking too far ahead about how we may play because we may not necessarily have the team on the night that what, what mm. you think that we might have. Um, and I think we just need to be conscious of that and how our, we're our approaching things going forward. Uh, fortunately you know um, one or two players notably Betis, have come into the team haven't they and, and uh, looked, uh, looked you know looked apart to be honest with you mm. over the, the sort of what two hours he's played against yeah. City and, and Tottenham so that, that's encouraging but it could be and I, it could be I hope it isn't a bit of mix and match over the next yeah. few weeks to be honest with you yeah. I mean I think Sam had a bit of a moment didn't he Sam Allardyce about the amount of games that he played mm. yeah. and although like you know you do expect players to, to be professional and be available all the time you know coming off the back of a quite a uh, busy holiday period to be playing two games a week now you know, I think it's up until the middle of February, isn't it? Because there's league games in mm-hmm. the middle of in, in the first week of February. Well,
1: isn't, it? isn't that you know? a sign of, of a successful team? If you want to win trophies, you've got to be able to adjust and adapt into different. Well, competitions. City you've got the Champions League as well, yeah. yeah. It?
2: yeah. And you know, and, and that might play into how we you know how we regard the semi-final second leg like, against us. but You know what's going to be a test of, isn't it? Is the centre of the squad, but also whether. Do you think Roberto will bring somebody in in January? I know he said before Christmas, perhaps not. But bear in mind, we've been a bit bit short of cover in some areas. Do you think he'd be looking to bring a couple of people? I think in? he's got to.
0: I think he, he's, he's looking at right back. Uh, obviously, we're unsure how, how long Seamus is going to be out for. Three to four weeks is the very vague guidelines we've got at the moment for the manager. So it's touch and go whether he's going to be able to to play in the second leg anyway. Big loss.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, obviously, we've got Tyres Brown and long term injured. Tony Hibbert doesn't look like he's going to, you know, with respect to someone who's been a faithful servant. Doesn't look like he'll kick a ball for the club again. So you're looking at like young lads, really. Mm-hmm. You know, your, Pen- your Penningtons in yeah, this world play right back. John Stones will be thrown right back. I, I don't think he'll play him there. No. I don't think he'll he'll shuffle John Stones from the heart of that defence to right back. It could be could be wrong, and that would be the most obvious option. Mm-hmm. But I'm not convinced he'll do it. I think he might look in, in the chan- January transfer window to bring in some cover at right back, whether it's. I mean Sam Byram's hardly covered and we don't know yet whether to do it. Is he, he it. a right back, is he, Greg? Is, is he a race, play, right so Yeah, traditionally he's I know he right. been playing the right wing for Leeds, but Martin has season more of a right back. Mm. So whether or not been at trying to do a deal for him, I think Cellini, the Leeds chairman, said he's for sale. Yeah.
1: But it's top dollar doesn't know But it's big doesn't. money that yeah. they want
0: well, I say big money, you know, it for a club like Everton in January, mm. I think they, they want eight million. So it's a lot of money to pay for, you know, a young right back who's essentially when Seamus is fit, gonna be second fiddle, if yeah. you like. Mm. So we'll see, but they needed more cover in that before January. Yeah, you know, they yeah. needed ideally
2: right back cover. I think I mean I think one of the problems we've had, and I've alluded to this before, is um and I think if you had this time again, with the Roberto so would maybe have done things differently is in the summer letting two centre halves go and only bring one in. Yeah. Um then mm. we brought two right wingers in. You know, yeah. so we brought two you know, and you know. Um that that absence of a fourth centre half as beginning to bite now, because obviously Jags has been injured, so we've had no cover for the the two lads who are there at the moment. And now the you know, in normal circumstances, yeah. um, you'd ex- you know if Stones did go to right back. You'd expect to fit, you know, fit Jags coming yeah, in would yeah, yeah, yeah. be right. But actually, the fact that Jags isn't fit probably means, as you say, he'll keep Jones, uh, keep Stones at, at centre half. So I think that absence of a fourth center centre-half has sort of been hurting us over the last sort of five or six weeks while Jags has been off and, and, and that sort of uh, affected, affected things as well.
1: Would you say, Roberto, this would force his hand into playing a different formation at the back? You may go with the three centre-halves at the back and Morrie, Jag, and Stones and then play two wing-back, a Baines or a Lennon as such, something like I that. I certainly would... see Lennon yeah.
0: figuring as a wing-back at some point. Mm. Yeah. I wondered, well actually, Phil wondered whether or not you might even see Landon playing right back, and mm. you know in the second leg maybe. I mean, we've seen him play that in the past. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's not gonna be ideal, but not the gonna be ideal at the Lincoln. back post or yeah. in situations
0: like that defensively. Mm. You know, God willing, the best will, uh, will in the world. The lad is a right winger, mm. a pacey right winger. He's not a right back, but he'll probably do a job there for you.
1: I suppose if you're playing three defensive, like not defensive, you're three I mean, at the
2: back, yeah. Three at yeah. the back, and then you've got your three yeah. type of holding midfielders that can get about yeah. the pitch, it could be. The other thing to bear in mind is anybody bringing in January, they're going to be cup tired as well for the, yeah, the, well, the second, second leg. Second, like, a lot yeah. of English players will would be with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's another thing to factor in. So I think though, like, I, I, Wednesday was one of the most enjoyable games at Goodison for, for many, many a year for me, mm-hmm. but it was tempered at the end that we did have come out of the game with two or, three, two or three injuries. I think what was
1: interesting as well is when we had the ten men for like the last five or ten minutes, that we kept the ball better than what we did with the eleven men. Yeah. I thought I, we were brilliant there. I, I, I thought we, we yeah. showed some experience and maturity that I've never seen from Everton seeing that. We've just killed this game in stone's head. Yeah, I think a really City good
2: contributed towards that. I mean, you could, there was the clue and was that substitute at the end, wasn't it, where they took De the Bruyne off and I think they did bring Fernando on. yeah. Which which is a defensive midfielder for an attacking midfielder mm. now and we're made down to 10 men in the league game they would never have made that substitution yeah Uh you know they would have kept it throwing it on wouldn't mm. they because they'd be chasing the, the equaliser but in a, in a two-legged league cup tie yeah. uh, actually where you actually 2-1 suits us actually it's it's probably a reasonable substitution to make and I think the clue was in that substitution though we kept the ball well I think we do have to and I'm not like trying to be careless about it I, I think you have to take account that City we're probably quite happy just to for us to keep the ball, but in like sort of non series of the pitch. But I thought we, we did really well on, on Wednesday. After uh, after a slow, sluggish start, I thought people looked a little bit nervous at the, the start. So, so we rose to the mm. occasion where there was a lot of misplaced passes and mm, sort yeah, of much. control wasn't great. And um, we sort of, like the crowd sort of so was a bit grew flattered. So both yeah. both the, 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 the crowd and the support, uh, the crowds and the players uh, uh, grew into the game. And I think there was a really good point made by, uh, I think it was one of the uh, one of the fans in, in, in the echo about um, the, the club needed a game that enabled both the supporters and players to sort of bond again mm. and sort of get, get that sort of relationship going after there's been sort of three or four dif- difficult yeah. home games.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I think yeah. just a quick one, so because you dipped out of the press box on Wednesday and, yeah. and you were back in uh, for a one-off like with the fans, when not yeah, you? Yeah. You went and sat... Um, in the main stand, obviously in gathering the press box, and we can hear the fans just as well. But in a way, it is different in that experience being amongst media and you're doing your job, whatever. What was the atmosphere like from the stands with with you know with your average Evertonians getting behind the team? Obviously, it's been a bit ropey in recent weeks. But how did you experience
1: it? If for the first twenty minutes, obviously when Manchester City were passing the ball around, it was there were some dejected Evertonians and they were screaming all kinds you know what I mean and obviously you're going to get that every which way all around the ground you're going to get but they were sort of like losing patience and I think the key was you're playing against Manchester City you're going to have to have patience let them have the ball for a bit and then when we have it make sure we hurt them because to be honest they didn't hurt us that much when they had the ball for the first 25 minutes no. but Evertonians were becoming a little bit unrestless and then as soon as the type of a Mo Bessage tackle goes in, it gets the whole crowd going. But what I did sense more than anything, I know we've been here with the goalkeeping situation in the past, the whole atmosphere and the confidence when Joel Robles was in goal was just unbelievable to see. It was so refreshing. The whole crowd were behind this lad and want them to do well. And I've seen a distance with Evertonians. Over the past six six weeks, eight weeks, whatever we want to go with Tim Howard. But when this lad comes in, if he makes a mistake, it feels like the Everton's going. You know what? So what? touch yourself down and get on with it again. Do you know what I mean? And it was so refreshing to see the confidence in the and don't forget the defence as well. They, I've seen the defence. I've never seen them play like that before in their lives.
2: Yeah, I think that was part part of the the team was like that, wasn't it? You know, the defence was high intensity, and I thought and the and midfield was. I thought. And I know what you're saying about Robles, but you know we he's sort of got he's got to have a few games, I think, you know, before we finally decide on you know long-term replacements. Because obviously, you know, it's well known that I think the managers maybe perhaps looking at you know a, a long-term alternative. Um, well, what, what I did like about him on uh, on on Wednesday? He had one real good save to make, didn't he? And he made it. I thought that was a tremendous. And he parried a, it yeah. out. He didn't yeah. parry it back yeah, into the six yard the box. He parries
1: it out, sir, piece. Yeah. That's what I love about him. And what I did like about him, sorry to interrupt, out, yeah. is that he his distance, he was at like 89th minute, 90th minute we were in there. And he just, he, the oh, ball the back to him. And he wellies it. it. was like a rugby kick. And then it ends up in the gladiator seats. And he yeah. killed a minute, stone dead. Yeah. It was just so refreshing to see a lad's distribution brilliance, and it relieved the crowd. And honestly it was just sent. I could sense it around me. It was just a joy to see these Evertonians experience a relationship with the goalkeeper that I haven't seen before.
2: Yeah, did did you did, did you detect a, a better relationship with just the team as a whole? You know, you know, in terms of backing the team. I know. Sometimes the longer the, the game
1: went box, on, you know, I wouldn't say for the first twenty-five yeah, minutes, no. I wouldn't
2: say that. But the longer the game went
1: on, when Everton grew more into the game and started getting the possession, getting balls in the box, getting the tackles in, the crowd obviously warmed to that because they've been used to
0: that. Well so you've already mentioned and we sort of touched on him briefly earlier. The key figure in this, I think, has been Mo you know, we Phil spoke to him after the game. Uh, and I think we were just chuckling afterwards about how Unruffled he is. Definitely a cult icon in the making, mm. if not already a bit of a cult hero. Uh, I think he was just saying to Phil you know it's just another day at the office quite you know quite cool as they come uh, I love him I think he's great yeah. he's much much more than a destroyer but so what, what did you make him Gav as well of <laughs> that was his best game for the Blues surely
1: obviously yeah it goes that goes without saying but what an interesting debate which um, I've heard from Evertones lately is that if you look at it this may sound stupid we've seen Mo Besic and we've seen James McCarthy. who's offering more to the table here? Yeah? Well, as in going uh, yeah, forward, yeah. Don't forget, as Glen just made a good point there. He's a destroyer. He can get his, he can get his foot in. He's offering you more going forward. He's getting about the pitch more.
2: Yeah, For I know. Me, at the moment, move. Move. Know. I, I'm going to counter every every I've fan made club about James because you know in the past I've said about James McCarthy that like I think he should be doing more. Now I think that James McCarthy can do everything that Besic can do because you've seen with Wigan. I was going to say look at his goals records at Wigan, I think it was twenty goals in hundred and fifty games, so he scored one in every seven games. Yeah. To be fair to the team, that's not yeah. as good as Evan. I mean, maybe in hundred games for Everton, I think he scored two or three. Yeah. So he's played a different role at Wigan, like more like the best role that he's not really done at Evan where he's tended to to, to play a little bit deeper. And my point about McCarthy is I'm not doubting that he's a good player, but he should be offering more to the team. And I don't know why that is when Bessie can come in and do and exactly the same. Though. I yeah. think that McCarthy's got that, got that in him. you think so? The range of passes? Do you think he's well? got I that think, in his locker? Not, so, not so much the range, but certainly... Look, McCarthy has, on occasions, gone up front and been very effective, hasn't you know? he? Hmm. Like, you know, he's got... his just... His timing never, of his he's runs is yeah, decent he's against never, United. He's yeah. doesn't, my point is he doesn't do that enough. Yeah, it's, not yeah. as if, it's not as if when he gets up there, he can't do it. He can do, do it, just getting them in and around What's stopping
1: him then, God? What do you mean? I don't know
2: whether tactics. You don't know whether... You know, whether he doesn't want to do it, you don't know. I think in the past,
0: he, he's hinted at tactics yeah. that he, he has. He's had a very specific job to do from the manager. Yeah. And maybe he's looking at it from the stance, thinking, oh, you know, yeah. I'd love to be doing what Mo's doing there. Yeah. I I'd just, love to have that remit he's got. Yeah, What's, so
2: I've, I feel slightly uncomfortable having given James McCarthy a bit of a hard time on that podcast yeah. this season, actually now defending him. But going back to Greg's point, I thought it has been exceptional over the over the last two games. And he has. And was a cut, he just hinted at it on 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 Wednesday. He, he did do a couple of things that McCarthy's maybe not on his locker, but he put a couple of real slides, real passes inside the left uh, That's what I'm yeah. talking about, back. really. You know, yeah. That, that, yeah. That sort
0: of, that vision. Yeah, yeah. yeah that maybe yeah.
2: like James hasn't got, and it, I think maybe they didn't work out, but you could see the the, the eye for it. Looking at it now, yeah. so
1: looking at it now, he's done more in one and a half games than what. McCarthy's done forever since this season, I not need To warrant a start in when McCarthy's it's fit, It's going surely? to be
2: difficult. I mean, i tell you what, though. What this points to is, how well is Gareth Barry playing? Because in all these conversations I've read this week comparing Bessett to McCarthy, nobody has said our oh, two two midfielders should be Bessett and McCarthy. Yeah, I totally <laughs> within, agree. With that, within that, completely that, agree. people are inferring yeah. without really saying, well, Gareth Barry actually is as good as... The two that's of them like, at the yeah. moment, if not more effective. I love my
1: hands uh, up. I thought absolutely Gareth He was outstanding. I yeah. think he was right up there, especially against um, yeah. Spurs as And, well, and so to be he's been... fair, he's
2: been outstanding. I don't know since he's become captain, right? I don't know whether something, mm. something's happened. But I mean, I think he's been fine this season, but since becoming captain, he's displayed the best performance he's had. Whilst at Everton. Now, I don't know whether that's just a coincidence uh, or whether actually being captain, sort of given him a different mindset. To the game yeah. uh, especially where he is where he's banging in the middle of the pitch where he can influence more yeah. things more mm-hmm. as a captain whether that's um, that's made him think about the game differently because he is experienced and maybe those two things are not uncoincidental I heard, you know? I
0: heard Talk Sport the day they were talking about mid Peter Taylor was on they we were talking to him about you know, midfielders and from the, this day and age and he actually picked out Gareth and he just said you know he'll love where Martin has plays because he'll be in his element playing in that position because he can see everything in front of him but it does to me look as if... He's, he's not a very demonstrative fella. He doesn't exactly have a smile crack on his face mm. and high-fives and all that, but I bet he is loving his football because I'm not saying the team's built around him, but he's the fulcrum of that team, mm. and he's on song. He's nearly 35, mm. but touch wood, his body's great for him. He's getting him through games. There have been times when we've questioned his mobility, his ability to get around the pitch. In the past, that was an issue on the international scene. But for me, he's had like a new lease of life. Yeah. And, the range of his passing, his brain, he always seems to anticipate moves before they happen. It's yeah. just been I, absolutely sensational. Goal, wasn't and that cross well I yeah. thought it was Baines effect. first. Yeah.
2: Really good. So I mean that's definitely been one of the plus points and I think it's a great credit to to the making them the captain and sort of it's obviously something's going on between the two that's really you know, enable Gareth to put up his game. And it's it's a great it's a great credit to the both of them I think. Um and it'd be interesting to see what happens now if Jags comes back. Yeah. How, how mm. whether Gareth sustains that level of performance? it be I mean when he's I'm not the captain. Where, I'm yeah. sure he. Well, that shouldn't be where, an excuse, really. No, it shouldn't. It, but it just should be interesting. Yeah. I wonder
0: the, what if that armband does give you a little, I, I don't know if it gives you an extra half a percent or as yeah. you say.
2: Better players look to you more, and that that gives you that a little bit, you know. It shouldn't do a thirty-five because you've been around the block, and you see, you know it shouldn't really be. It's still you with confidence, but you just never know. It's just an intriguing little uh, yeah. thing that's going on at the moment, you know.
1: One thing I'd like to ask you, Greg, is that obviously we've seen a new lease of life from this Everton team. Obviously, from the Stoke defeat yeah. to the Tottenham performance, and now followed up by the Manchester City performance. <coughs> uh, obviously, we don't know the ins and outs of what goes on behind the scenes. Do you think? words have been said by the senior players at Everton in regards to how Everton are approaching games and how they defend and how how they're playing?
0: Well, I mean, I've read reports, not from the Echo, so it's not something that that we know of. Uh, I'm not sure it's happened, the truth be told, but I've read Mm. reports elsewhere that I think it was credit and an unnamed dressing room sources saying after the Stoke game, you know, they did go and speak to the manager and say, look, we're too open, the way we're playing is, is costing us, it's hurting us. You know, you're born with obviously the Stoke game, which was the most galling one, yeah. Um, and it's stopping us taking that step forward. We've got to change our style in some way. And then, you know, coincidentally or not, there has been a sort of change in style. I don't think you've had a delega- delegation of players knocking on the manager's mm. door, going in and demanding change. I don't think it happens like that. What I think it might be was a bit more subtle transition whereby. They have team meetings every probably every other day at Finch Farm, and maybe the manager himself has said we're going to change and we're, and, and we're going to have to react to the way it's going and we'll evolve a little bit. I mean, Phil touched on it after the after the Stoke game. I don't think say what you want about Martinez. I don't think that's down the way that panned out was down to him urging them on to go and score a, a fourth uh, against, Stoke. Against, Stoke. against Stoke. Yeah, I don't think the manager said. Forget, you know. I think that's something that it might be as a result of, of his philosophy and the way he generally asks them to play. But I can't imagine being that dug out at three-two, saying forget about defending, just keep oh. go and get another one, go and get another one. I would say that's a bit simplistic to think yeah. of it that way.
1: But it wouldn't be his type of philosophy to say listen, it might be part of the overall we're thinking. Two, we're two one up here with ten minutes to go. Shut up shop. Let's start playing. Garabad, he's just in front of the defence. Absolutely. He's not gonna yeah. do that, is he? he Absolutely so I he think was chasing the third. Something what four. we've seen,
0: we've seen is maybe rather than like I say, you know, a scenario where the, the players are gonna knock on his door we've got to change. Mm. Maybe it's been a realisation from the coach and staff, which has trickled which obviously they've said we do have to change because that's what Manes. I was getting back right at the start. Martinez was
2: hurt about those goals. Yeah. They conceded, and I've got I've got no problem with stories that come out about players. You know, and yeah, it's not just about Evan about going to see managers and saying about changing the start of the play. I mean. I've got a problem if the manager doesn't take any notice of him. A lot of Evertonians
1: see Roberto as like a stubborn type yeah, of man. That's I'm not going to change not, his ways. Not, so it is refreshing not, to see I think if that's sometimes the case. it's
2: painted as like sort of weak management that actually it's up to the players going to see But any business, whatever you're operating in, you know, you're the from feedback from your staff or people who work under mm. or with you on, yeah. on performance, maybe things could be done better. So I've not got a problem with that. And I don't think it's a sign of weakness under Roberto at all. That mm. sometimes it's painted that as, and if you need any grease. You know any experience or great managers, you know, books. They all say the same. Like you know, mm. they really value the input. Like like Ferguson from the senior players at Manchester United. You know, yeah. that, of 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 how things are going. You know, because that's what they're there for. They, as you said, quite rightly, they know more about what's going on the pitch in terms of close up than what you, you do. So I've not, I've not got a problem. In, and if any change in tactics, I've come from source of conversations between the players and managers. I think that's like a It's good a positive, thing. I yeah, It's yeah, yeah. great. Thing yeah. I think yeah. it,
0: it shows that there's a clear dialogue and it's not just a dictatorial manager saying, yeah. this is my way of playing. Like your Mourinho's, whereby... Then it leads to tension, which can be very, very unhealthy.
2: Yeah. I think those players are still behind, yeah. Mark. Well, I yeah. mean, just look down the road, to, down the M62 to uh, Old Trafford, to, mm. further examples, perhaps, of yeah. you know what people say. Actually, you know, players are not playing the roles that they want to play, and the managers are yeah. sort of dictating too much. So, I, I've not got a problem with that. Uh, but at the same time, you do need to be flexible, don't you? So, you yeah. know, you need to, you know, be able to have two or three types of games, don't you? Possession football, you know, counter-attacking. You know, you know, a gay impression. <laughs> you know, you've got to be flexible. So, I think the tactics for the two games against Tottenham and Man City were, were, were spot on. But mm. that may necessarily, if you play, like, say, tomorrow, <laughs> for example, you may not want to sort of like be a cagey sort of yeah. defensive game against the no, team. No, yeah, you know? yeah. So, you do need to be flexible. And mm. I think it was welcome to see. And it's, I think it's been reflected in two good performances against their two yeah. very good teams.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll probably see it again at Stamford Bridge we'll probably see it I mean it'll be interesting actually let's just put it aside the FA Cup for a minute we'll come back to that but we're going to City again in the league now before of course we go back that's going to be a really interesting game for me speaking with just supporters hat on I almost don't I almost don't want to go there and win because it feels like you're wasting a performance in a win it sounds silly doesn't it but Equally, if you do go there and get a result, then you know it should, it should pave the way, the positivity to go there again. But we've had, you know, we, we've not under Martin has traditionally done very well at the Etihad. Now, obviously, under the previous manager, we did have a bit of an Indian yeah. sign over them going home and away. Yeah. But so, what, what do you make of that game? It'll be an intriguing. One moment.
1: Really. It, it will. As I said, it'll it'll be interesting to see both both teams' tactics, during it and the players that that will be used. And I, I, I think sounds stupid, but I think managers will use it as a bit of a dress for for the second leg. But the league, for me, is has more importance as the second leg because, seek for argument, seek Everton, go there and get. Don't get a result in the league, they're gonna find themselves in thirteenth, fourteenth position more than yeah. often than not. And before they you know, then you go to Stanford Bridge made. and yeah. the next minute you're relying on your whole season, depending on the semi-final away at Manchester. So city. well, potentially two games, because you still go and get beat in the final, you get nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So Everton desperately, desperately needs yeah. results here and, and it city. goes
2: back to what it, at the start, you know, this is where like the squad's gotta come into play. If you have got a few injuries, it'll be interesting to see how our, our city play yeah, I agree. It's, it's a bit of a, a bit of a funny one. I, I was playing next it's week. Weird. I, was I was, f- play, yeah. Like, because I don't recall, because you don't really play too like a domestic football. Um, mm. So I, you know, it's very rare that you'd play a team between two legs of a domestic game. You know, I think so. you'd
1: be able to tell me this one, Gav. I think we played Chelsea a couple of weeks before the final. I'm sure, I think we yeah, beat Man- Stamford Bridge, at Bridge yeah, before yeah. the final you know, the in 9, nine yeah. yeah,
2: I think yeah. it was a 0-0 draw, was it? Yeah, but that was, yeah, it was, and that was a very cagey game, that was just mm. the week after, the, it was the Wednesday after the semi-final, wasn't yeah, it, it, against was, yeah. Man United, um, but, but we weren't playing the final at Stamford Bridge, isn't it, this yeah. is two games at the yeah. the, uh, the Etihad, and they said main road there <laughs> again, like, you know, but, so it, it, it's a slightly different dynamic, so it will be interesting to see what happens, and, um, yeah, you, you take a <laughs> draw. Yeah, yeah. Definitely take but, but, a point at the sides, yeah. But
0: as Tony says, you can't afford to disregard the oh, league no. games in between because we're already off the pace. You know, all right, Miles off the points of Tottenham probably just kept us just about to go and concern, but the right. league, the, this, this path in the league looks like it's not going to change. Those top five spots, bizarrely for a team that's been as diffident as us in the league, they're still not beyond us. Now they're not, but what's concerning
1: me, Greg, is your Norwiches and Bournemouth and West Broms are creeping up right behind you and the are gaining points where there used to be nine nine, where there little used little to be nine yeah. points, it's now it's five and fours, and you're going, Do so you know when I'm going to, yeah, to say? We're, now, of we're so, now closer, sort
2: of, to the sort of you're looking over your shoulder now, aren't the top, you? The yeah. top seven, which is you I, mean, I always think a good, uh, good example of that being really beneficial was uh, when we won the cup in '84 and we uh, reached the League Cup uh, final, uh. Um, our league form, during that period was really, really good. Howard, you know, at a time when the players could have been, slack, you know, slacking off a little bit, um, you know, Howard sort of developed the system, which enabled us to win the title the following year. So we didn't slack off at all, and we already lost in the league. Mm-hmm. In Jordan, that those two really good cup runs, and you know, uh, you're hoping for the defeat yeah. uh, this season. <laughs> that you know, demand the players that it's all about the league as well as, as well as yeah. the cup. So. Um, I, I think you're right. I mean, you don't want to be throwing the entire season out of the second leg like, game with the no yeah, chance, yeah, 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 chance. Yeah, you know, no chance. I want to
0: touch on one incident, which you know, it, it has been a few weeks since we've uh, since we podcasted, and it was the Tottenham game and um, it was John Stones, now obviously there was the incident which we're all familiar with now when he's getting hounded and chased down his own area and he decides, as is his his want and as is his ability, through a few Cruyff turns to try and get away from the attention of the Spurs sub, uh, the lad who's come on, trying to press him down and obviously there's been a few kind of moans and groans and kind of howls of not there from the park end and maybe the, the Bullen's there. And he turned around, as we've all seen and heard, and he's told them to calm down. Now, so if there's a John Stones fan club, you're the thousand member. <laughs> you, you've got all the badges. You're not sharing the badges yeah. with anyone. Fully and, paid uh, member. Yeah, exactly. But I'm interested to hear equally. You know, what do you make of that gesture? It's
1: you've, what you've got is thirty-five thousand fans. Well, not thirty-five thousand. So you've got the park ends, a couple of fans screaming at him. This young kid. Telling him how to play football, telling him what to do. I'm not oh, that be funny? This is one of the best centre-halves you're ever going to witness in your lives, are you? Take it from me. you say this. And if he wants to, yeah, want to do two or three Cruyff turns yeah. in his box, so be it. Did he lose the ball? No. If, oh, he That's might not the done. point. It's not yeah. it's to me. Oh, he didn't. Listen, what was the alternative? Either kick it out into Rosehead, kick it up to Lukaku, who's isolated at the time <laughs> and it comes back in, or roll it back to
0: Tim Howard, who he'd lose his possession then. He kept the ball and won us a free kick. It's not. A... I don't know if you saw Jamie Carragher's analysis of it, right? I think he was spot on. After you've done the second turn, he could have got rid of it then, and there was an option he could have or picked could... out to one midfield, or he could have sent it to Lukash. Jamie Carragher, he's been, he's been holding balls up for fun all season. That was the point at which, all right, you've done your, your turns, you've had your composure, you've picked out an angle on the pass, send it then. By the third one, you were taking an unnecessary risk for me, and this is by the way. This is a defence that had just conceded four the week before. So saying so this Jamie Carragher
1: t- who literally, as a football defender, couldn't come close to John Stones. That's what So that's that's not he was unable. That's, that's, no, that's, that's, that's not the unfair, point. No, that's that's unfair, I think. The, what,
0: that's not the point. Well what's the point then? No one, shouldn't no be one, doing one it can then. come close <gasps> to John Stones. And as you said, no one sat there in the park end. Come close so to John what Stones. did Jamie
1: Carragher want him to do then boot it into the stands or no wrong?
0: No, no as I've just said, after the second time, right? Yeah. That's when he needed to get rid of it, or to play a pass, or to make a decision. But there was
1: no other offering. He was a he was a throw in to kick it out into touch, roll it back to Tim Howard and lose lose possession, or boot it up to Romelu Lukaku who had two three plays well, he, around. I'm going to say
0: if John Stones is so good, which he is, he's not booting it up. to anyone. Well he, he's but he did that from time you know, to say he'd he done two or three close turns, turns him three. and was about to yeah three one too and, many. yeah and come away with the ball and then I fouled him. It was one so too many and job. who's he? to Turn round. All right, it's John Stones. Yeah. But paying punters who've just seen that defence with him in it, yeah. who by the way conceded the last minute penalty, yeah. conceded four. Wrongly, in my opinion, I probably agree with you. Yeah. It's debatable whether it was a penalty, but it was given. You know, it's natural to feel nervy, and for him Why to turn around, around yeah. for him to turn around and say, "Calm down," it smacked the patronising for me. And you don't do that to your own. No, family. I, I, Not th- I think Not when you're that's a 21 year old lad, yeah. but.
1: Yeah, I think Do just you know a what, right? I'll have to throw an interesting point. now if John Stones does this when he's playing for Barcelona or Real yeah. Madrid and he's doing cleave turns on the edge of his box and spraying yeah. passes 30, 40 yards, what are them Barcelona and Real Madrid fans going to be
0: doing? Are they gonna going to be having a goal? If he does it, are they going to be having week a goal after they've conceded four? Yeah. To yeah. But then can yeah, Oh, yeah, all oh four goals went down <laughs> to him. I'm not saying they were, Bruce he was part of four.
1: they
0: conceded four.
1: any of these cleave turns or coming out of the ball with possession have any of them cost us goals before? No, but it's potential to, but it has that's, and that's, until it happens. Yeah, but until it happens, yeah, I'll chew on that then. F- but it f-
2: isn't. First of all, do you two need, need corner meant for the air? <laughs> <laughs> like, no. While you two are like getting your uh, glasses of water, the fuel, <laughs> yeah. and I'll, uh, I'll put my two penny in there. No, boy, you won't and see I, a player like this in your lives I, again. I, I know. I know, saying, I, you, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, uh But I'm on Greg's side. 100% here, hey, uh but and, you won't have that worry in a couple of years' time. I think <coughs> I think and I think Jamie Carragher who I like to think knows a little bit about defending, yeah. uh, to be fair.
1: But does he know about uh, football and defending yeah, as but, in a footballer coming out with the ball?
2: Well of course he, did, but that's of course what he, he does you're allowed I've to, never seen I him do, do it. Yeah, but that doesn't matter though. But you you're he, he, saying you're he you give yourself an opportunity to do, do two turns. He didn't say, never do it. Yeah. He said, give yourself the opportunity to do it twice, and if you're still, like... But under it was still not an on
1: It was still the same well, situation. I, was just,
2: no. I was just got it away. And, and also, as well, at the time, was it right near the end as well? Yeah. It was right near the end, so it wasn't as if we were winning 3-0. With it's contradict what he's just said before it was, himself. It was by one me. or I'm going on to 1-0, so, was we? So, I think... I, th- I think 2-1. I think there's two things. I think he should have cleared it. And I was also slightly uncomfortable with the reaction, but I would let him off there, considering he's a a young lad and he's a top player. You won't have to worry in a
1: couple of years' time, will you? When you've got a yard dog sense of... Uh, ping and balls forwards. Because obviously, that's why used obviously I we're going to obviously we're going to listen this this player that we've got cherish him and
2: appreciate him. And no, everyone, everyone does. does
0: so yeah, everyone and, does. And I think that's no, right. because he's just too at the contrary. You would
2: like you would to think that that was probably one of the reasons why supporters got on some because they didn't want to see him make a mistake. And I think that's the thing, you know. Well, I didn't don't see,
1: see we don't no one having a go at him when he was taking three or four Crystal Palace plays on the other week in the yeah, edge of his own area. But, yeah, but I didn't
2: see anyone having a go at him when Costa
1: and Fabregas were on him in the six yard box and he dropped the shoulder and done two of them then. Yeah, so, what's the difference?
2: But, well, the difference is it's the time of the game and where it happened, and and also, as Greg said, the sort of like the, the atmosphere is slightly different in the Spurs game, perhaps what it was in a couple of games before. So uh, I, I, but it's a, it's a point that you're making, uh, and I think, it's, I think that's a valid point as well. But I, I think Jamie Carragher was right, and uh, even though we do share the same birthday, so I'm not Um uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, But I, th- and I wanted to see him clearly, but. You Know, I don't think we should at the same time try and stop his like natural football instincts. No like, I think we're cool going to go to the
0: judges' cards, it's a unanimous points win. West no Arby, t- yeah, West yeah. Arby <laughs> beats, beats Walton, yeah. taxi <laughs> for Scott, no <laughs> chance. Delta's outside, yeah, not, having go. not having go, it, Go
2: not having it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and uh, we'll have a rematch perhaps. Uh, yeah, go, uh, well,
0: just, nice. going back to that point about if you just have a Barcelona, would you be getting that same? I, d- I don't think, what you're saying, I understand the why, the point you're trying to make, but if he did it for Barcelona, the week after Barcelona, let's just say, I'd, concede, I'd conceded four to Sevilla and it was at the new Camp, then yeah, I think he'd get and cushions, cushions launched in his head. And it was, and it was and the last minute and they swore all against Real Madrid, I
2: think. But we weren't I think, playing, we weren't no, playing but, Tottenham but, no, at all. Okay, so title chasing Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham, you know, so... I think they'd uh, be, be
1: loving them. They'd be loving, and if John Stones does that, an amazing side derby.
2: I think you get the same takes
1: reaction. Take the urine out of one of the of the Liverpool players. Yeah. Clive Tanes on his box, coming up, ready to come out the ball. the Everton fans will be loving it. You
0: you know, love John Stones, he? I mean, you know, just almost, like yeah, am yeah, having yeah, the, yeah. me the, 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 the last way. I'm gonna, I'm gonna insist on the last way there, Gav, yeah. because everyone loved him taking the yourine yeah. with two cliff turns that was yeah, lovely right, yeah. the third was unnecessary we're going to move on we're going to now talk about the FA Cup <laughs> and dagger <tagging laughs> them, them tomorrow it yeah. almost feels as if this going to sound like the FA Cup has rightly over the more recent years people have kind of insisted that we have a lot more respect and, and affection for what's been a, a massive competition but I'll be honest with you my feelings about tomorrow is like so what just,
2: mm. Well, just don't get me for the start. Yeah, just get through, uh, and don't and care th- how you do it. Get yeah, through, and it? I think it's a bit of a, after the Lord Mayor's show, and it also be interesting to see what our team is uh, for tomorrow. I know we've slightly alluded to that previously, but um, Dagnum and Redbridge there, right near the bottom, are Yeah, the for the Seeing that yeah, like John so. Stills
1: just taken over, and he got a result last week, so they like got a bit of confidence in the in the team. Yeah, but obviously, it'd be interesting to see, Greg. You probably know as much as as me and Gav do.
0: Maybe throw a couple of kids in the squad tomorrow. I think we're probably going to see, like I said earlier, like Pennington, Pennington. coming in at right back. I wouldn't be surprised if Conor McElhenney gets involved, obviously come back up from his loan period. Didn't go as well as he would like, I'm sure. Um, and he's someone who I think is a really young lad, loads of ability, but probably had a make-or-break time in his ever- tenure yeah. now. I think if he's ever going to achieve the transition into being a regular first-team player, he's going to have to seize the opportunity, if he does get it tomorrow, with both hands. Um you know, Jagielka coming back will be an interesting one for me. My big fear, without sounding like a pessimist again, is that when you've had that sort of serious knee injury, as we've seen in the past, a player can come back and they'll get adrenaline and stuff that might get them through an hour. And I just hope he doesn't pick up any niggles because we'll need him going into, you know, if, as Tony said, he might, you know, Martinez yeah. might well play stones at right back. So we're going to yeah. need mm-hmm. Jagielka and Mori fit. So, we can't afford to pick up any other big injuries, and that's a concern tomorrow. Yeah. Um, whether he'll go even more and literally put out the under twenty ones, maybe you can't afford to take that risk because we we've got to beat that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. say so what, but obviously I want to be in the half for the next round because yeah. you need to be really. Yeah, yeah. We're no, not going to win the league, are we? You think so? he'll play a couple of the fringe players: Gibson, McGeady, Naismith. I'd be very surprised if he doesn't, mm. because don't forget he's talking about getting out, getting McGee and Gibson out on loan this month. Which brings me to actually, I, just, you've reminded
2: me that just one point though on that, would that cup? Would you want a cup to cup tie any players? It's Everton. do you know what I mean? I only care about Everton getting through to the next round. No, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah.
0: But I think what, sure, that doesn't doesn't you not saying it might make it harder to get the loan deal. If you want
2: to bring a loan deal to another Premier League club or well, any English, English club, any English club or whatever, if you've played in the FA Cup, it might not do, might not do too much. it's just something that you don't really see. They did the Yalavich, didn't he? last game was in the FA Cup, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. A couple of years ago. Scoreful he, of no he, yeah. he was well well known that he was going. He yeah. still played. Yeah. Uh, so I
0: don't know. So, you, what do you reckon about that? Just quickly. I mean, uh, obviously, Gibson, fantastic footballer, eye for a pass, almost unparalleled. But can't stay fit. McGeezy just looks like he's he's not really an Everton player, despite his ability in flashes. And the manager's talking about sending them out on loan, so rather than looking for permanent moves. What's and, the point in sending Aidan McGee out on loan? What are you going to gain from that? The not? feeling is, you know, behind the scenes, there is that he hasn't quite given up on him. I think he might think, you know, that if he goes out there and plays consistently for another club, they might get him back in a better frame of mind. But my question would be well, he can't get into the Everton team now, so it sounds he's to me bit... He's a got no bit, chance,
1: even if he comes back with a refreshed mind and form under his belt, so no, not for me. Gibson, I can understand the Gibson one due to injuries. I can understand that one. Maybe gets a couple of games under his belt and comes back and maybe forces way in the Everton team. Cause don't yeah. forget the lad's a good player. Don't forget we don't oh, we don't yeah. we haven't we don't see it often enough as what what we'd like to. But the lad, he can pass.
2: Oh yeah. he's a really he, good midfielder. I was, read, I was reading uh, Alex Ferguson's last book and he was saying about you know the four 0 game at uh, Old Trafford and he said Gibson turned that game. Yeah, he said he was uh, Ferguson. That's the game, in his career. He's absolutely gutted about the most of all games. because yeah, it's the season. season yeah, totally said, like, Manchester City, And I mean. he was saying, like, when Gibson came on the pitch, I knew how dangerous he was with his passing and like ability to move the ball around the pitch. And I told uh, a couple of the players just to get close to him during, during the last twenty minutes, and he didn't. And if you see like the last twenty minutes, I think we scored. I think we scored three in the last twenty yeah. minutes or something mm. like that. You know, he had a role in yeah. all of the goals. Okay. Yeah, because United didn't press him. So he's a quality player, we know that. His problem is he's not fit. Yeah. I'm just wondering whether the Euros comes into this about whether they want a game time between now and the Euros yeah, as well, whether that's easy, one, yeah. of, one of the one of the other reasons we're sending them out on loan. Perhaps mm. there's a bit of pressure, like if the, we can't play forever, can we play somewhere else to get, mm. get some game time? Okay.
1: Greg, are we going for predictions
2: tomorrow? Predictions
0: or? indeed, yeah. So Dagenham and Redbridge, FA Cup third round. So, score? Um, 3-0. Three, I think it'll be
1: 3-0, eleven.
0: I, I mean, I think young or, or old, whatever team we put out at Goodison Park, good atmosphere in the last couple of games. I think we'll no problem roll them over four nil.
2: Yeah, I, I'm going with three uh, nil. Hopefully the centre half doing a few crude turns in the last minute when he can mm-hmm. got that. You know, got the time, time, and, uh, time to do that. But uh, yeah, it'll be a, uh, I think a three nil. Um, do you want a quick start for tomorrow? Yeah, I always I want to
0: start off. You go.
2: You know, Jamie Cureton's playing, isn't he, for Dagenham and Redbridge yeah, yeah. tomorrow, like, you know. I think I know that, what's coming here. Now, he's 21-year career, hasn't he, against Everton, because he... Right, so, you know, the other two players have got careers of 21 years or more against Everton. No, I can only think of two more. Ryan Giggs yeah. and Peter Shilton. And one of the, all them three players got in common. Made the debut against and Everton. All three of them also made the debut against uh, Everton. Remarkable. Yeah. There's yeah. A, staff a, you.
0: a start for yeah. there, After Right, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back, obviously, much more regularly now through the festive period. We'll be back next week, either before the City game or later on in the week. Thanks for listening and we'll see you then.